The Cornell Cooperative Extension Sullivan County has recently established a new beginner farmer program funded by the United States Department of Agriculture. The program assists beginner farmers in the Catskills Hudson Valley region through group training, one-on-one conversations, farm visits, workshops, and mentorship. Today, we have Taylor Adam, the program's manager, to talk about the beginner farmer program and the challenges faced by historically underserved farmers in starting out. Adam, who was a farmer herself prior to this position, acts as a resource for anyone in the Catskills area interested in learning more about farming. The Beginner Farmer Program was uh, created by myself, um, the extension office here, and the Ag and Food Systems team really felt a need for like something specific that supported beginner farmers based on the number of inquiries they were getting in from beginner farmers specifically. So they applied for a grant with the USDA, and they got it. It's a grant through the American Rescue Plan Technical Assistance Program. Really long name. That's what the USDA does, but it's called ARPDA, um, and it's funding the program until at least 2027. There's a bunch of other organizations throughout the country um, and territories of the United States that are also funded by this program, and it's also technical assistance for farmers in a variety of different ways. But because of the funding, there's a lot of really cool pieces for the program that we at Extension weren't able to do before. So because the amount of funding we received um, we're able to like pay farmers for their time and labor with their involvement in the program. So, for example, we have a bunch of different pieces, but we have a mentorship program, which is farmer to farmer mentoring, and we pay our mentor farmers an hourly rate. And then the mentees get a $10,000 stipend in quarterly installments throughout the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then we also have a relationship with the Hudson Valley Agribusiness Development Corporation. Um, and we are, through a contract, paying them to provide like free consulting for beginner farmers who go through our program. Um, but the program overall has like these bigger pieces. Like we have the mentorship program every year. Um, we have all of our workshops and events. We host uh, networking events as well for farmers because we want to ensure that beginner farmers in this region feel like they're welcome into the agricultural community. Um, and then there's me, and I'm just like a resource all the time for farmers, whatever they need. Um, and then we also, for the program, I have an advisory committee of like seasoned farmers, beginner farmers. Um, they're compensated for their time, and they helped me guide the program as well. Um, so there's like a bunch of different pieces. Um, but I think the big emphasis is we have like public free workshops for farmers um and then we have this like mentorship program also that supports it um and then another really key part of the program and part of the grant as well is that the program is really trying to support historically underserved farmers so that people that have been farming for less than 10 years um women owned and operated BIPOC owned and operated um small farms organic farms veteran farmers and farm workers. So we're just the reality that it's harder for folks who might not identify as like male or white to really enter the farming world um, and trying to make sure that this program supports that and helps break down any barriers that it might have been up for folks before. And obviously things aren't easy for beginner farmers. What are some of those top challenges for historically underserved farmers in starting out? 
Yeah, I mean, I think just like access to knowledge, I think knowledge can be quite hoarded in a lot of different realms and especially in farming. Um, I think funding, which is something we're trying to support with like free classes and on the mentorship program, because like that startup funding, that startup capital is really hard to get a hold of. You can't really get grants for that because grants are usually looking to see that like you have some like buy-in already. So we hope that the mentorship can help um, those groups of beginner farmers at least have some sort of startup capital to work towards their goals for their business. It can feel like really exclusive. I think from like a personal perspective, I mean, I'm a white woman, so I have a lot of privilege, but it was even rare to see other women in farming. I really had to like go out there and find that. And I was really lucky I was around a community of female or like femme farmers. But I think it can be really exclusive if you don't like look the look of like what farmers traditionally have looked like in the past or really big successful operations have looked like in the past. Um, like with these networking events, I'm really trying to like create an environment that anyone who's interested in farming feels welcome and that they can come into this environment and like have their questions answered or like meet someone else. Um, but also knowing that like they are welcomed in general into the agricultural community. Yeah, it's like really hard to get into farming, mm. especially if you don't come from a background or like a family setup that has money to support you to get into that. That's really hard. Um, it's a lot of like independent work to really set yourself up and farming jobs do not pay enough. So no. There's not really a lot of saving you can do beforehand if you're a career farmer going into owning and operating your own business. Right. Unfortunately, a ton of barriers, which for lack of better words, really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. And like you kind of just mentioned, sharing knowledge seems to be a big part of the program. And I know that you do that through workshops and mentorship. What is the importance of sharing knowledge with beginner farmers? Like, why is that such a big aspect of this program? It's such a big aspect because I feel like there's so much out there about farming and everyone does it differently. And like hearing all of those perspectives of like what your farm could look like, it doesn't have to be some like massive operation or something like that. But knowing what it could look like and all the op like all the possibilities of what your farm could look like and how you want to operate it. And I feel like sometimes that's really hard, especially if you're a career farmer, you're only seeing like the farms you're working at. And it's just really hard to get that knowledge. I mean, I think I didn't go to school for farming, so there's like no formal way to really seek out that knowledge set. Um, and I think that's something we try to support with this like more formal mentorship opportunity. Um, but it's really like hands-on experience. So that's why a lot of people do it through jobs, like a career farming. Um, but we're trying to support that you don't have to do it that way or there's other outlets of receiving or finding this knowledge that can help you like know different pieces for your business. Um, but yeah, that's the hard part about farming is that there's not like a specific like formal structure for learning. And But I also think that's a great part about farming is that you don't need to go to school to do this. Um, it's like a career that you can learn from doing itself. The program works with an advisory committee of farm owners in Sullivan County. What value does hearing directly from farmers kind of bring to the program? Oh, my goodness. So much value. I mean, I'm not from here even. So like knowing what the farming 
makeup looks like here. Um, but all these different backgrounds, I mean, the advisory committee is a lot of different types of operations. So like livestock, um, like vegetables, herbs, um, how they sell, like different ways of selling. So some people sell it like a brick and mortar, a CSA, a farmer's market. Um, so like all of that really helps build the program. And then they all have different perspectives from like their farming background. So like how they started farming, where they got to where they are now, who supported them, how they were able to figure that out. It's just like a really key role to figure out like how we can create really meaningful events and workshops that can touch base on all of those different ways to like enter the farming world, different types of production, different types of selling. Um, just different types of business models. So it helps us create really meaningful programs. And I think a more, I don't really like the word holistic, but like a more holistic approach because there's all these different perspectives leading it in. And then it's also helpful to have seasoned farmers on our advisory committee, but we also have beginner farmers. So getting like beginner farmers telling us now what's hard and like what they need to also help guide the program instead of like what was hard 10 years ago or 20 years ago, like what do beginner farmers need now to feel more prepared to enter like owning and operating their own business? Um, yeah. And I guess the other thing is like, I'm just always a resource. So if you're nervous to come to an event or just like want to start talking about farming or like how to get started, like I'm always here to talk about it, run through ideas. I can come out to your property, like whatever feels helpful for you. I'm just here to support. That was Taylor Adam, manager of the Cornell Cooperative Extension's Beginner Farmer Program. If you have an interest in farming, the program is hosting a multitude of events in the coming months. To register and learn more, you can visit the Sullivan Catskills Beginner Farmer Program website. In Liberty, I'm Marin Scotton for Radio Catskill.